This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I'm joined here today by Gabriel Bringers. Good morning. And Robbie Payne. Hey, what's up? Good evening, good night, whatever, wherever you're you, listening. Good evening, England. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, a couple Truman of Truman Show is awesome, in case yeah, you haven't nev- seen it. never seen it. <gasps> oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Gasps. Sorry. Gasps. <gasps> I can't believe you've never seen is Truman it, Show. Is it... Uh, it's one of my favorite Jim Carrey roles. It, I was gonna say really I know it's Jim. Ca- I know it's Jim Carrey, but I I don't even know the premise. Oh, dude, just you just need to go. Yeah, watch. I'll just go watch it. not even gonna set it nope. up for you. It's nope. just too good. I'll just go it's watch it. I'll just go watch it. I, I'm still shocked guys, that Thomas Paine from one of my favorite shows was in Walking Dead. I never really finished Walking Dead, so I didn't realize that. When did he come into Walking Dead? Whenever the Negan stuff started. Okay, that's right when I stopped, actually. Stopped so, watching it. Yeah, and I haven't finished the last couple seasons of that Didn't show. Didn't a lot of people just stop watching when that happened? Yeah, the season that Negan came in, um, yeah, a lot of people were... A lot of people were hyped about like him showing up and being a part of the... But the way that they went out, I think that was season seven, and where he was smashing people's heads, and they were like, yeah, let's just show all that. Like... <laughs> unnecessary violent like yeah super violent like yeah, it was I don't, pretty gnarly yeah it yeah. was it was too realistically violent like it it turned my stomach it was it was a lot yeah. uh, do you do you like any like horror slasher movies though yeah but those are non-realistic violence right. this and felt, i don't this i don't felt love pers- those this felt like pers- personal yeah maybe. this felt like somebody had a camera and somebody actually busted in people's heads with a bat yeah that was and uh, characters that you've come to care about for years you know and it's like it was brutal. Yeah, it was so the way brutal. I was with uh, Sons of Anarchy. I, I wasn't like crazy into it, but I watched it, and my favorite character on it was Opie. And mm. then when, same thing, baseball bat to the head, and, yeah. and it's like, and he and he took one for the team because he wasn't the guy that deserved it. And I was just like, nope, I'm done. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> Can't I do it. don't want to fill my brain with <laughs> such images. Thanks. Nope. I'm good. And I'm done. Uh, so, all right, couple little housekeeping things, real quick. I, I if you've listened to this podcast the last couple episodes you've probably heard me talk about the video portion that we're going to be doing but we are very close so this is like a this is like a real tease because i'm hoping that next week we're going to have a video portion of the podcast that would be that would be awesome yeah and like it's all if we get it in two weeks all here i'll be still super pumped about it but if we can make it we if we can pull it off we are we are in the setup 
kind of that we're going to do um, yeah. because we're, we're going to have to change the way we, we normally just sit around one table. Well, to get the shots right and everything, we're, we're going to have to have two different tables and I'm going to have all the gear over by me. So all of this, you know, requires extra gear, new stuff that we had to buy and in, in order. I didn't know what I needed at first, you know, because I wasn't sure how the setup was going to work. So had to get everything set up, had to test things. And I think we've got it. And, and this is how it's going to work. So we will do a, a recorded version of the podcast that um, uh, yeah, video recorded version that if you want to go watch that, you can go to the website and go to the podcast section, go to that particular podcast episode and watch the video on the website. That's the, the only place that's going to go. Um, and then we're going to do probably my, my hope is that I'll be able to do a, a live stream of like us actually doing it live and have that for our patrons only. Yeah. Which would be um, awesome. So that'll be kind of, and you'll you'll get to see some of the little setup and behind the scenes. And when we take a break and order Jimmy John's, it's I guess that part's not really that fun. But <laughs> you know, it's fun for if us. you want to watch live, it's it, captivating. It could be fun. It's what captivating. I, it is very captivating. And what I'd like to do is for that, like towards the end of each episode, if we have that live stream running, we can answer maybe a couple quick questions from patrons. Um, so that way we can, because we tried doing that early, like doing it through Twitter and stuff, but it just wasn't as engaging because you're not like, I mean, I guess we were answering people's questions and hopefully they heard it. But if someone's live watching and they have a question, they can ask us and we're talking to them like that. That'll be so much more fun. So right, right. hoping we'll be able to do all that. And then uh, the the plan is, this is kind of more down the road, uh, but the plan is to have clips basically. So we'll take clips of, you know, a segment where we're, you know, ranting about something and we'll hopefully be able to pull those clips and throw those on the YouTube channel. Probably just on our main channel, um, but depending yeah, on so. feedback, like if if we need to, we might start a separate channel for that. I, I, don't, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. That's kind of down the road. We're going to figure that part out, but that's <laughs> the plan because we're going to have the recorded version, so we'll be able to splice those clips together, and I think it's going to make for some interesting content. So, Yeah, so I'm hoping. Like I, I think that this approach is going to help, um, I don't know, convey some of the pieces of the podcast in ways and in places that, that yeah. we, like we want it to. You yeah, know what and I'm people saying? Versus like, like just, I don't want to dog anybody, but like we didn't want to just slap the entire thing, a video of it right. all up on YouTube and just call it a day because there's something to be said about these, this snackable content, these clips. Right. Uh, I mean, heck, some of those could turn into web stories. Oh, absolutely. Um, we can clip absolutely. Those, Social those media stuff. I mean, yeah. yeah. Lots of stuff. And, and I'm sure you've seen this, like people that podcast do, do this sort of thing. We're not, we're not reinventing the wheel here. No, 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 no. no. Uh, but we're, you know, we're trying to step it up a little bit. So I'm excited about it, as I'm sure you can probably tell. So um, this, this is a kind of final real tease. So make sure to stay tuned, and uh, we'll, we'll obviously talk about this stuff, like when it's when it's going to be rolling out and everything. We'll probably maybe do like a could probably even do a post about it and say hey we're launching this this is what we're doing if anything it'll definitely go out on social media so make sure to right. follow us and stay tuned okay i had one other thing what was it i don't know oh yeah if, you, if you want to if you want to uh advertise on our podcast um we are kind of kind of revamping some of our media kit that we have in 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 trying to find some new opportunities for partnerships with different brands and everything so if you're listening to this and then you have a company or you have a software or service that you want to advertise on the Chromecast, shoot us an email, advertise at chromeunbox.com. Okay, now, moving on. 
Let's get to the good stuff. The house Give, is kept. <laughs> giveaway. Is that still the, going? The house is kept. Dang it. There's a giveaway. House is unkempt. <laughs> the house is unkept. Yeah, you walked around so the this corner, was, looked behind the couch, and the so, kids had piled yeah, the laundry we, there. We, ta- it. we talked about this last week when Michael, when Michael joined us uh, on the podcast, but he was on Stadia Source, uh, their podcast. I forget what they call it. Roundtable something. I don't know. Gosh darn it. I should know that. Yeah, it's just the Stadia Source podcast. They had a round table with... Okay, so that's that's all it is. Okay. So they did uh, did an episode and had our very own Michael Perigo on there, and he was kind enough to say, hey, I want to give away something as part of this. So he had actually a uh, Premiere Edition bundle. So you're getting the white... Uh, Stadia controller and a Chromecast Ultra. Which I really like, by it's the dope. way. I like, love it at my if house. If I can like, interject, sit. I've got the the Founders thing, you know, because we all jumped on that early, and it, you know, the Navy is is fine, or whatever. But Stadia doesn't have Navy in the, the color scheme, no. right? You know, I mean, Stadia no. is the, was that kind of, kind of fuchsia color. to the orange, and you know, and that's the thing. And and that white, it's just so with, cool looking. With, my my with, kids have the two white ones that we got for free, you know, and I'm just I always look at theirs like. Mm. Well, the, uh, the Founders marks. Edition matches the uh, the new uh, Asus that's coming out. Yes, the AMD <laughs> yeah, Asus yeah. is exactly kind of that. It's that kind of yeah. We're going to talk about this thing. Yeah, uh, see if we were doing video, you know what we were talking about. Yeah. I know we uh, can hold it up, <laughs> show <laughs> you, be wild. Yeah, it'd be crazy. Uh, but yeah, the white with the um, like I have the white uh, Chromecast with Google TV remote. So like I have those two sitting out on my on my uh, you know my coffee table now and it just yeah. looks nice it's clean love it uh but yeah so michael was kind enough to say hey i want to give this away so uh we've got that giveaway running it's going to be going for i think one more week so you've got seven days to go enter to win we will make sure to link it below but yeah you could get a uh, uh, a controller and and the chromecast ultra that you need to play stadia on your tv which is by far the best way to play stadia in my opinion robbie yeah. likes playing on his chromebook but I, man i do but i love going home Pop, you know, yeah, the pressing games, the button, everything launches. It's for so me, dope. You don't have three other people in your home. That's why. <laughs> but yeah, for, that's why I love it. Since uh, Watch Dogs showed up and I've gotten it and started getting back into that game, like that is my favorite Stadia experience. Yeah, being able to just you know pick the controller and play. Uh, it's it's super fun. But as I've said in multiple other things, gaming in our household, I don't get to like. That's why I love mobile gaming so much. Um, because it's it's on my phone, it's my thing. I can just sit on the couch and do that, or you know, wherever I'm at, I can play those games if I'm into that particular game. So I, I do love that. But gaming in our household that's happening on larger screens or kind of you know with one another is 100% been taken over by the yeah. Oculus yeah. Quest Two. I mean, that yeah. thing is like we use it so much. I'm I'm honestly considering buying Have a second the, one. Ha, has has the luster worn off at all? Like, or is it, is it no, still like no? Like my son still my stoked son on would it. play it. I, they they play it until the battery dies. And the only is time he still playing off, that one like cook, so, cooking game. So there's whatever. the there's Job Simulator, which is what the whole thing started with Job Simulator. He wanted Job Simulator, and I was like, eh, it's only on VR on Windows. And then I saw it was on Quest. Too, and are on Oculus Quest, I think, too, as well. Uh, and and so we started looking, and I'm like, oh, that Quest 2 just came out. It's getting great reviews, and that's how that became a Christmas thing. So I was just like, ah, oh, you know, we'll Looks try. Cool. We'll yeah. see, buddy. And and so we get it. I brought it to the office the week before Christmas. It came in, and we all messed with it, and it's mind-bogglingly good. It's so much better than any other VR yeah. I've ever experienced. Just the overall experience is just amazing. And so... I'm just super stoked about the thing. 
and then the kids start playing it. They love it, uh, and now there is Vacation Simulator. Oh so boy! Same same company, same type of thing. Except you experience all these vacation locales. So this and, is just and, like and the, the comeback guy. of Sims. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sort of. There's less of a like a, a running story. I think this new vacation yeah. simulator has. Uh, you have to create memories. So each of these scenarios oh forces you to create. So my son's always wanting to. I gotta get that new mem- that memory from that one thing. And, and anyway, they they love it. Uh, my daughter has reconnected with some friends that um that got him over christmas and that you know she used to go to school with or she was in you know gymnastics with or some people that she's not around on a daily basis now uh whether it be moving schools or covid or whatever and they and can she, go to they can go to work together in job simulator well no they'll play this this free game that uh, uh what the heck is it called um rec room i think is what it's called and it's uh if imagine if you took uh, roblox kind of took away like rounded off the the blockiness of roblox a little bit it's still super super simple graphics uh but allowed people to make games and so you go in there and in the general place there's like you can go pick up ping pong rackets and throw darts and shoot basketball but then you can pair up with people and go play games that people have built just so random crazy. games and so there's all kinds of games that they're like they love playing paintball and so you know the the speakers on the thing are so good, and it's got a really good mic in it. So there, she can go in her room and not have to put on headphones. She just puts the Oculus on, hops into the the game with her friends, and they're playing stuff in virtual space together. And Crazy. So she's been able to reconnect with that. And so between the two of them, like I, I haven't played on the Rift in two weeks. <laughs> I haven't touched it. I bought I bought all three of the Star Wars, the Vader. Yeah. I finished the first one. And then my daughter got really into it. Ugh. She blew through the Vader other two. Immortal? Vader that, Immortal. Yeah. yeah. She blew through episode two and three. Just done. And she's like, oh, I think. I was like, no, 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 no. Don't tell me about what happens. I don't. Like, I made her not do it on, like, don't cast it to the TV. I want to experience it. It's like watching a movie, you know, and except being in it, you know, yeah. like taking right. part in the movie. And so, uh, anyway, all that to say, like, as far as gaming goes, when I go home, if I'm going to spend some time gaming in our house like i'm trying to fight the the oculus and one one quick other thing um my wife and i like we'll schedule oculus rift time so that we'll you know play beat saber or something yeah, against each sure. other and uh we uh the other night i'd said i told the kids i was like hey look we're we're taking the the vr um that's that's ours tonight uh your mom and i are gonna play and uh and so we get ready to do this and then we remember uh some friends of ours got us a game uh, called Box One. Uh, it's a, it's a, I guess you call it a board game, but it's by Neil Patrick Harris. And really? So our friends get this like, it's long, long running joke, but um, they'd read some reviews and said, you know, people who like escape rooms would love this game. So they get it for us, and we open it up mm-hmm. and we look, and on the front it says <clears throat> a game for one made by one, or like it's, it's meant to be like one single person sits down and just does this experience. <laughs> So that was a run, that was a funny joke, like with them, because they they've just kind of messed up presents and stuff like that. So they're like, "Oh God, we thought this was something y'all could do together," which we did. We ended up so instead of playing VR the other night, we got that out. Shout out for that. If you like escape rooms, that was it, really? it's so well done. It took us about two hours, uh, but once you're done, you're done. Like it's not a game you're gonna get back out and play. Like you could give it, like I could bring it over and let you guys take it home and just not say so there anything. There isn't just, any sort of like alternate like 
no, no way. through the game or whatever. No it's just one. Oh, yeah. That's kind of Once weird. you know, it's like an escape room. Once you've done it, there's yeah. no point in going back and doing it again. But it was super fun, uh, super well done, like some really cool codes and ciphers and yeah. like it's just thoughtfully done. Like it, It's cool. It's super cool. So And what's it called? Box One. All right. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris. There you go. Shout um, out for Box One. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was shockingly good. And so we tried to meticulously put everything back into the box because it matters very much how things are in the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it was super cool. So but, we got yeah, so, yeah. super tangent there. So we but, went from Stadia, which controller we have, to uh, <laughs> Oculus to Box One. To hey, box I one. was just and then thinking you, that that's what we do, man. Because like you, you had. Like last year, kind of boxed off your basement, right? Because this, yeah, was, yeah, it's it's a range. You should just like turn your basement into a just a VR space, just a big space for that <laughs> VR. Could, we'd have to get uh, some escape uh, room. Just make your own escape room down there, dude. They have you know the room <laughs> Android. Yeah, uh, it's it's basically like a really intense escape. The game. room they have I'll, it for I'll Oculus. Beat them all. <gasps> they have a, a special one for Oculus. Really, you, know, you walk yeah, around in cool. VR. I haven't bought it yet because I'm like, once we buy that, the, the kids, only thing the I kids won't be touching yeah. the Oculus for a while. The only thing, we 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 got all of them and just got addicted. And then the last one, the old old sins. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get to the end, you can replay it, and there's supposedly a different path you can take for a different oh, really? outcome. I haven't been able to do it. I've tried, and I can't figure it out. But yeah, mm-hmm. the, so, mm-hmm. there's supposed to be a different different outcome. But man, huh. I, I yeah, love I'm trying it. to I'm trying to imagine that game because I've only played two of them. But those Game's that creepy, type of game though. in VR, woo, yeah, it's gonna be fun. But it, what's man. hilarious is like we're talking about all these games, and in our office, what has transpired, uh, and even at my my parents' house, are all these kind of old, very analog games mm-hmm. that are that are starting to take up time again yeah. so we got a dartboard my parents got a foosball table and yeah. it's like you know I, I it's like when you still d- really enjoy those things yeah too. but it's like when you don't have things to do there <laughs> can't really go out and do stuff still right now it's and true. so it's like it's true you know you kind of go back to the old days of you know those sorts of games where it's still competitive but it's fun it's kind of family friendly type stuff right. that you can do and especially like foosball you know that's that's an easier thing than darts <laughs> Yeah. We have figured out darts are kind of hard. Man, high skill, high skill. <laughs> me and oh, and we're man. so competitive. Gabe, me and Robbie got stuck on the double one last night and could not awful. hit it to That's close how it out. Went out yesterday. We both yeah. had two, and we had to hit the double one. And, and literally, it I mean, it was like thirty turns. It was bad. It was bad. And so we, we decided. We, how we decided we if you throw all three darts and any of those three darts gets the double <laughs> one, you can go out. That's how it ended up. <laughs> like ending. we were, we were no like, one actually went out. No, no. No, it was it was Terrible. wild. Okay, not, not good at darts. <laughs> let's, let's, not good. Let's uh, let's. Okay, so there's a giveaway. Go enter to win. We'll link it below. Boom, done. Moving on. Uh, see, let's talk. See, we kept the house. That's right. That's right. Let's talk. Uh, let's yeah. Let's go and talk eighty eight stuff. Yeah. Um. So if you are uh, uh, using a Chromebook, you probably have the latest version, Chrome OS eighty eight out, and there's some cool new stuff. So let's kind of run through them. I'll just kind of let you guys run with this. Yeah, uh, the the first, the big one that everyone seems to be latched onto, and and for probably good reason, uh, is the uh, screensaver. So that's the the name they landed on after. How many names did they call this thing? Yeah, it was ambient mode. Um, it had something else too. There's another uh, crap. It was ambient for a while, and then there was something else. Like I don't remember, but yeah. So it's screensaver now, which I don't love that but i don't hate it either because it really only fires when you have your lock screen yeah. up so I, well that's i don't know if that's true if you don't have a lock screen like if you don't lock your chromebook like a maniac 
will it still fire if you screen times out? I'm, assume, I'm assuming it would just go. <laughs> Gabe doesn't lock his Chrome. I don't auto lock. Gabe, my Chrome Gabe is the maniac. <laughs> I don't auto lock my Chrome. Psychopath. Um, well, it's just me and Joe. What are we going to do to your Chromebook? <laughs> I'm thinking if I'm leaving out of here, it's good habit. Like, like you shouldn't yeah. walk away from any. Never walk away from your stuff and leave it unlocked. Oh no, but I just I don't have it set to lock, lock automatically because I can't stand my screen locking without my. What What am I looking for? Uh, to see, I'm, I'm just curious if it actually is a screen saver because like that that harkens back to old Windows, right? <laughs> you leave your computer going for a little bit and when the screen goes asleep it i mean you know, it the bubbles says came up or whatever when your screen is idle okay so it, it's not All just right, a lock i'm not gonna touch thing. mine see what happens i okay. don't remember it ever coming on but maybe it will um but you know it it's it's taken them forever honestly to get this out we've been talking about this feature for quite some time mm-hmm. um and it's had all these iterations and i don't i don't know if it just got pushed to the back burner for a little bit or i'm not really sure but it's here finally. No flags needed. Nothing. It just it just works. Uh, it's in your settings under screensaver, and you can choose like Google stuff, like you get on Chromecast, so artwork and satellite shots and some really cool imagery. Or you can go and select a certain album from your Google Photos, which I really love. Um, so we we just had family photos done a few weeks ago, so I just found that folder or found that album, clicked it, and so now when my Chromebook falls asleep, you know I look over and. There yeah. these new photos going, um, and so it, that's been kind of cool. Um, and it has, you know, weather and time, and uh, it'll have a little ticker up in the top right if you're uh, if you have audio or, or video, some sort of media playing. That's the coolest part about it, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah the ticker. I don't know why. It's ticker's pretty neat. cool, yeah. but I, I think it's weird that people are, are leveraging or talking about this as if it's like a smart display now. Yeah, because that's what we thought it was going to do. Like we kind of thought, and maybe they're still going to. And and maybe virtual they will. Desk keeps you know evolving, so maybe this will just keep evolving. Into yeah, that. but then you're you're getting into like with smart displays, you can enable personal results and voice match and stuff like that. Is it going to be just a generic Google assistant? Cause if my screen's locked and the screensaver's on, I don't want anyone just being able to exactly. walk up. If it's a generic, Hey, what's two times 12 or something like that. What's but the weather personal what's the forecast, yeah. something. Yeah. And what's cool is that the idea that eventually if the camera like webcams get good enough on Chromebooks and they want to integrate some of that stuff that like the, the home hub max does Absolutely. where right. it notices you when you walk up, like yeah. that stuff could be awesome. I mean, we've talked about this yeah, before, and we, like having a tablet that could dock yeah, and, and we're, we're constantly seeing things in the repository. We're like, Oh, maybe this is, maybe this is face recognition or maybe that right. it's like, it's never really fleshed out, but doesn't mean they're not working on it. No, mm-hmm. it would be awesome, but it's going to take a new class of webcams. I mean, these oh, webcams in most of these Chromebooks are so bad. Garbage. There's just no way they could, for sure, identify a, a human being. Although, unfortunately, uh, which which <laughs> this uh, Lenovo the, that was the world, that was the world facing. facing. It's a five Man, megapixel. It looked, it uh, looked really good. We did a we did a partner or a, a team call the other day with Michael, and it looked pretty good. Yeah. It looked it looked better than that little anchor thing I think that we had. Which how what megapixel is it? Oh, what is a 1080p? 1080p is like what two megapixels, two point one. So that's what it is. So this is a five megapixel camera, and ooh yeah, so it actually has a uh, uh, does it. It's just auto auto focus. It looks like. Oh, nice. Yeah, I can't tap to focus anything, but it is focusing, which is kind of nice. I know that sounds ridiculous. Uh, yeah, so it's auto focusing, uh, kind of in the center of the frame, and it's ridiculous to talk about. It, be like, wow, this camera auto focuses, but you know, Chromebook cameras don't have to be very good. Honestly, I mean, world the world facing cameras are honestly there on 
convertibles just so that you can shoot something if you need to, you know, like if yeah. a receipt or something like that. I could imagine like invoice scanning and that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. They're not there to take award-winning photography with. And yeah, so they're utilitarian. Yeah. yeah. And so, and that even more so with the webcams and I would fault uh, Google for not forcing like 1080p webcams or something like that. If uh, most of our, chatting services would actually leverage it but they don't most of them are 720p right. so it's like i can't really fault them and i mean heck apple's still oh yeah still shipping 720p webcams for that reason like yeah. webcams are not made uh to be photography machines they are made as a utility to show your face moving while you talk yeah. online so <laughs> Anywho, um so what yeah else we got? That, that's that's one of the big ones the the whole screensaver thing um the virtual desks uh, animation came over. Um, and I don't. I don't know that I'm real happy about it right now. Like we reported on that uh, and did a video about it, um, and I feel like it was better in beta. <laughs> um, it's it's really touchy and it's going to take some getting used to because the minute you place all four fingers on and start to move, like it's it's almost like they're constantly fluid the moment you have four fingers on the trackpad. Like you can just slide through them like a reel versus it being a gesture and a move and a gesture and a move. Um, but it's not quite right. It feels like, like sometimes it takes a second to catch and then it feels like you, I don't know, like trackpads not big enough or it's hard to explain. Like, it feels like I should be able to swipe all the way through all four. And it's very difficult for me to get from page one to pay, like I'm sitting here trying to do it right now from page one to page four, desk one to desk four and one smooth swipe. Hmm. Like I'll get to th- maybe three, but I can't quite get there. And so it's like, I don't know. Uh, I'm not really sure. I feel like this is going to get tweaked for sure. Uh, but the cool part is with the search bracket keys, um, you can just move through all your desks super quick now. I think um, that's honestly, that's, I don't know, maybe maybe not it's, it's more better useful, because, because I know if I'm be. on four and I need to get to one, I can hit that key three times, boom, 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 done. Yep, I'm there. Exactly. Uh, and I do, I like that. Um, I just, I don't know. The, the, the thing with the trackpad is like I need to mess with it on a MacBook and see what it actually feels like because yeah. I just got really used to be knowing if I need to go over a desk, I put four fingers down, just make a swipe gesture and it w- takes me over. Right. And it's almost like they need to figure out how to make it. If, if I do one single swipe with four Just fingers, one desk. it goes one desk. Yeah. But if I hold. swipe and then kind of hold, I can drag yeah. them or something. Yeah. I don't know. But like I said, when we did the video of it before, I feel like in, in the beta channels, I had an easier time navigating it. And that's, it feels like, it's like there's like a hitch in the giddy up or yeah. something there. That's um, weird. So I'm, I'm a little sad that it's not quite uh, as good as what I was hoping it was going to be. So hopefully that gets honed in. Yeah. Um, camera folder uh, is now in the files app. Uh, some Chrome box and improvements. Mm. Uh, but the next big one is the web auth in. Um, and we're having trouble finding sites that are using it. Yeah, I've tried all three. One of them I, uh, it wouldn't let me do because I couldn't I couldn't create a domain on What's the auth? Octa, Coda, whatever the third one was, but I've done, yeah, I've I tried, I have a Dropbox and a GitHub and I can't get it to work. I've deleted my passwords. I've cleared cash. I've done all of that and I, I cannot get it to work. So the, the idea here is if you've got an Android phone, for instance, and you go and try to sign into something using, um, your, your Chrome save passwords. And normally if I were to grab Joe's phone, and he forgot to lock it. 
and I pick it up and I go to Chase Bank, yeah. the website. Populate, yeah. Well, he's got a password saved, and it's making the assumption that hey, this is Joe because he got into the phone. He had to get through, you know, that initial fingerprint to unlock the phone to begin right. with. This got to be Joe. It's right. But if he just made one mistake and left it open, or I don't know. I mean, it's just you know, security. It's digital security, and so. Without this, I'm just going to hit, yeah, accept this password and stuff that it auto-filled for me. Yes, log in, go. And now I'm in Joe's bank account, wreaking all sorts of havoc. Wreaking all um, sorts of havoc. <laughs> but, with, but with WebAuth in, it basically adds another layer and says, hey, uh, we'll auto-fill this for you, and that's great. Um, however, before you do that, let's get that fingerprint one more time. And it, you're starting to see this on phones quite a bit. Like I, I see it when Google autofills, when it's a Chrome autofill password thing, I'll get that on my phone. Uh, same idea here. So it's using your pen or your fingerprint uh, on your Chromebook to do the same thing. So it creates that second level. It be, be, basically becomes your two-factor authentication because you, you got logged into the Chromebook to begin with. Now, in order for Chrome to pass that saved password stuff along, I'm going to need you to put that password in again. Yeah. Uh, it's no different than when you go to Chrome's password section and go to look at view your passwords. You can't do it until you put in that original password again. Uh, so that's the idea. I, we just can't seem to get it to fire. Nope. Uh, and I've, I've been talking about putting uh, WebAuth in on another of our websites. And so we may try that and see if we can force it to happen. I don't know. Um, uh, eventually, it, it, it'll start showing up. And basically, it means the, the uh, web developer on that site has to they have to put it in place. Like it has to be there. It's not something Chrome can Auto uh, necessarily do. Yeah. do. It's, it's got to, the login has to uh, request that particular thing. But once it starts becoming a normal thing, it's just another level uh, yeah. again of, of sign in and, and it, it will require or it'll allow everybody to just keep signing into all their web stuff, just like they would the Chromebook and just boom, <laughs> touch their fingerprint scanner or pop the pin in and here's what's on. weird though. If you go to the web example website that they share on the keyword. So I click register, uh, uh, put in a example username here and click register. I get this. Verify your identity with webauthn.io with a USB security key or a built-in sensor. So if I click built-in sensor, it gives me my PIN number. But it does not log me in. I still have to click log in. Huh. Oh, wait a minute. Once you logged in the first time, because it doesn't have anything saved for you. Okay. Yeah. So it should save that now and basically attach Which that up. Someone commented or emailed and said this will also work with your built-in... Five whatever two FA key, which a lot of Chromebooks use yeah. the power button. So, like the Galaxy Chromebook is one for example. The Pixel Book, you can use your power button. Which I've never understood. I don't either. How is that anybody secure? can click your power button? Not so that I means if know. I sit down, you know, like you've just undone the security. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, I've I've never because the Pixel Book was like that too, right? Yep. It was the first like, one. To the do power that, button is the two FA. How? Like I don't, I don't get it. How is that? And maybe I'm just dense. I don't know. I don't. Uh, someone I don't from understand. Google tried to explain it to me, and I literally felt like I was sitting there, like, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Because, like, like Cause we've always is, said, Chrome, Chromebooks are all based on your account. It's not based on the hardware. So you would have already had to have had the password. I'm like, yeah, I get that. But what if I typed in my password and my Chromebook was unlocked, 
and then and I got up to walk away. Yeah, for a I, I had to go to the bathroom or something. I, right, I thought I that know. was the point. Maybe that's not the point of two FA. I, I don't know. know. Seems like that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> but again, maybe I'm dense. I don't know. <laughs> uh, there, there are things. No, I am. There but, are things sometimes yeah, not, that after it gets explained to me, I'm like, oh, <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, that was I had that wrong in my head whole life. That's why people say, today I learned. Today I learned what 2FA actually is for. (laughs) I felt safe, and now I don't anymore. Yeah, that's my thing. I just, I want to understand it, but I I can't seem to wrap my head around it. And I I have, I've looked up stuff on, like, like the power key is your 2FA. I'm like, how, how's Uh, a power key? Be like the space bar. Space bar is your 2FA. What? That doesn't make any sense. Anybody can press a space bar. How is that authenticating anything? My two FAs, my coffee cup. Yeah, only your go. coffee cup will pass it. So, so what? Else, what else we got? Yeah. Um, those those are the main ones that, yeah. that like Google pointed out. There's going to be a bunch of stuff come to light, and like Gabe did an article about uh, what I, it, my honest opinion, my favorite. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't want to dote about this too much, but I feel like this, especially in the not we're not post COVID, but in the even when things are back to whatever the new normal looks like, the way we work and learn and communicate has changed in the last 12 months. And things like screen recording, those are just tools that people use, you know. Uh, Schools are going to, from here on out, schools will have systems in place for what they need to do if they need to do remote learning. And these are tools that they're going to want to have, and they don't want to have to last minute get with the IT admin so they can, you know, uh, allow things like Loom or other Mm third-party extensions. Hey, you need to take a screen recording? It's part of your Chromebook. It's, it's built in It's now. right there. <laughs> right. And, and it's, it's pretty and good. It's, it's really good. <laughs> it's intuitive, and it's it's just really good. It yeah. really, really is. And we've, and we've done a video on this, too, so we'll we'll link that. Um, yeah, and it, did, what, it is a flag on this yeah, one. Yeah, I was like, going to say. You yeah, have to flip a flag, a flag right? on, yeah. which it's like if the, if the thing's full feature, just your Google. Like, they throw stuff against the wall all the time. Just and throw just this what, one out there. Yeah, just, Why not? It's, it's there. It's already working, and it works so well. Yeah. Like I, I, the only issue we've had is we tried to use some of those screen uh, recordings, like longer form screen recordings, uh, to match up with audio when doing some YouTube videos. And there are clearly spots where, probably for uh, half a second or something, the, the it's like the a variable. Audio, it's yeah. like a variable, some sort of variable bit rate or something that it's yeah, doing, so it, and it's, it's like it's almost off. cutting out. Yeah, just ever. But you can't hear it, can't see it, but uh, you know it's not a perfect. You know, steady bit rate the entire time, which, so like, things for, don't line which up. Which I mean, you, for, for our purposes, when it's fully functional, we can just mute it and use audio from. That's the problem, though. So when you go to try the, to line it up, eventually over time, like the, the actual audio, the audio. And, oh, like, it just keeps yeah. getting worse I as time you. goes by. So at least if I have audio on it, I can at least cut it and match it up. Is what I basically had to do. Yeah. And this is like a weird thing that not many people are going to do. No, obviously. if you're just <laughs> screen recording and sending it, it yeah. you, this fine. is not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. If you're doing a presentation, no problem at all. But, but the, the tool itself is, is just so handy um, and, and absolutely worth turning the flag on sure. for because you can, even if you're not capturing video, the screen grab feature is, oh, is so, awesome. so good. Yeah. Um, the, the ability to, you know, create the area you want to grab and then move that area around the screen and, and then click and capture that. And then you can do the same thing with video or you can grab a whole, you know, the whole screen. Or you can say, hey, I just want this tab or this open window. So you've got a window over on the side. You just highlight yeah. that window and record only mm-hmm. that. Like, it is so flexible and so versatile. And not shockingly, was main 
mainly developed by the same guy that's responsible for bringing virtual desks into Chrome OS. Like, they need to make sure and keep this guy paid. <laughs> yeah. And, and, Shout out and, to that dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, I'll butcher his name, I think, if I tried to say it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's just on top of it. Like, when I see something that he's working on, like, when he's doing it, I'm like, yeah, it's going to be awesome because he's just, I don't know, he's yeah. got it. He knows how to get that stuff yeah. implemented and help people get stuff done. And, yeah, the, man. It seems like they're like these features are rolling out, like, I mean, I know this one's still behind a flag, but it is rolling out like pretty smoothly, you know, like, yeah. and I feel like and quick, too. yeah, like, like fairly it, it showed quick, up yeah. and yeah. kind of mature. There's a couple little things I would like. I would just the, the countdown, for instance, like when you start, like it's this itty bitty little countdown in the center of the screen. Like I mean, you could make it a little bit bigger. Like those yeah. are those are little like little niggles, you know, with it. But it it. It just works so well. Yeah, I, I really, really love the feature, and so you know, even though it's hidden behind a flag, it it's probably easily my favorite feature that's that's shown up in uh, in Chrome OS eighty eight. Yeah, so I think that's the main stuff, right? Is there anything else? Yeah, it's I don't know that there's. Any no, other, we're gonna dig through because I, I there's know, gonna be stuff. Yeah, there, guaranteed. There is stuff in eighty eight stuff that's not behind flags, and some of it's probably just little stuff. But there's a lot of stuff that has that is there that if you want to try. You can try without having to move to a different channel, and that doesn't mean they're working. Like even the screen recorder, the mic toggle's not there in stable. It is in Canary. Yeah. Uh, but there are things that you can try if you want to. Yeah. Right. And, and that's cool. Yeah. So. so just stay tuned to the website. We'll obviously be yeah. writing about these things as we as we. My, Michael's or, working on that right now. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. We'll probably once we once we have enough of them, like hey, if you flip this flag, you can turn it on and play with this, and it's worth doing. We'll do like we did last uh, last time around. Yeah. Here's some. Here's some flags I'd that are worth to, trying out and make yeah, a video about it. So yeah, can, I'd love to do another video them. and some of the he- hidden features, as we called them. Yeah. That was fun. So, All right, cool. Let's take a quick break for an ad, and we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service, and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Alrighty, welcome back, everybody. We are going to... What are we going to hop into? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Order Jimmy John's. Uh, I'm over here. Uh, lost track I'm, of all I'm, things. I'm over here talking about how I probably have a sinus infection and like we were podcasting and something shifted in my ear as we were in the middle of that and my headphones sounded you know real weird. Do. I know we're going to talk about this. Yeah, let's... Oh, oh yeah, 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 let's talk about the M1 first. That's exciting. Let's talk about the M1 stuff first. Oh, Joe uh, wants to talk. That's what Well, I mean. just because I know if I let you get going, you'll you'll, you'll 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 talk and it'll be the end of the podcast. That's true. So, let's talk about strength, the M1 so, first. Uh, wow, okay. <laughs> I just... I, I, I know I know who you are, Robert. It's it's uh, it's it's part of... Uh, uh, part of understanding our partnership and, I and get our it. business. I get it. No, I get it. <laughs> Okay, so you're M1, right. M1, you're right. M1. Uh, so I put out a video last weekend uh, or Monday, I don't remember, and was basically doing. And, and and we've talked about this so much on this podcast. So like, we don't. I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but uh, the M1 chip in the Mac Mini is pretty astounding. <laughs> I think is yeah. the right word. Yeah, for it. And, and now that we've lived with it yeah. a little bit, like I've, we've I've, actually worked with it, we've I've produced had it for, videos with yeah, it a month now, basically. Right. Yeah. Of of using so. it. It's not just a, a theory yeah. or a thought. 
Yeah, and it, and it's not just a yeah like based on the benchmarks or based on like day to day use. I'm telling you, this thing's legit. Um, and it and it's so many of the things that ARM is just good at. Like for example, uh, opening and closing apps. Like the the if something I have had a weird thing with the SD cards not mounting correctly, but I honestly think that was that dock I was using because now that I've Could've switched been. to this new one perfectly fine okay. as soon as i plug it in i was basically having to if i plugged in an sd card to import footage and had final cut open it wouldn't show up it wouldn't show up mm. as, as media so i have i would have to quit final cut and open it back up well doing that on you know the old mac would take you know i mean not not a ton of time but it would take some time to boot back up and all right, that. So right. there's a lot of stuff going on there but the m1 just super snappy uh and you know this thing the mac mini that we have isn't going to show you know it's it's plugged in so we're not going to get any of the battery performance <clears throat> but the battery performance that people are talking about with this thing is extraordinary yeah and again and i'm pretty arm, sure it's going to be legit too arm processor know. uh and so basically like what i did is 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 i wanted to kind of try to compare them as as closely as i could i closed out all of the apps on the mac the old macbook and I had a project file that I copied from there, put it over onto the Mac Mini. I did have to update it because it's a different version of Final Cut. So technically, it wasn't the exact same project, but exact same right, exact exact same footage, exact same settings, exact same project settings. All of that was exactly the same. And in so the comparison was between these two. And there are people that have said like, "Oh, well, of course it's going to be faster than your old, you know, six year old or four year old MacBook Pro." And I'm like. Yeah, this thing is older. It's an older processor. I get it. But it's still like chugging right along. It's not like this thing's gotten a little sluggish, right. but it's not like this thing's some dated old thing. Well, and at the end of the day, I just wanted to compare what we had been using to what this yeah, thing and, was. Yeah, and I think that's that's an important thing to note, too, because it's like, okay, if, if Apple came out with this ARM processor and it was great at battery life and a little bit better than a two or three year old MacBook, you know, it's not going to be, it's not going to be yeah. Intel and all this right. stuff. Then that would be one thing, but yeah. they came out with this thing and That's it's fully integrated. <laughs> it's affordable, yeah. you know, when it comes to, you know, buying like for us, it was, it's the equivalent of instead of buying a, a two or $3,000 machine, buying this instead and being able to save some money and not feel like we're really losing anything. No, like, I mean, yeah, it did not feel like a compromise. Once it, we're able to really use it. And, and Joe talking about how it performed, it's like, okay, this was the right decision. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the results basically. So let's get to what I did. So I started that project, the, the export, I had no other apps open. It was completely rendered through. So there wasn't any background rendering that had to happen while I was doing this test. I literally clicked export on both of them and the Mac Mini ended in about 10 minutes. And this was a pretty big file, like had tons of graphics, had, you know, all it's a, it's a normal video that we would put out on YouTube. It wasn't just a sample clip. Like this was right. a full project. And uh, so, yeah, like right off, right, right out of the gate, like the the Mac, Mac Mini was at like 20% within like two minutes or something. And then it finished it basically 10 minutes, 10.08. And then I sat there and I waited and I waited <laughs> and I and kept the timer running and at like 25 or 26 minutes, the MacBook finished. And that's the, that was the reason we bought this thing. Like hearing what people were saying about how it was going to perform on, you know, native Apple software, you know, like Final Cut. Right. Um, was, was the reason we bought it. And this, I mean, two and a half times faster. 
Like that's yeah. not just like, oh, it's a little better. <laughs> right, and that's and that's the type of speed improvement. I guess the point I was trying to make earlier that that's the type of speed improvement we would expect if we went and bought just a new mm-hmm. MacBook Pro. Like exactly, we'd be like, hey, cool. We bought, we went from a 2016 to a 2021, and, and we got a huge speed bump. It wasn't a 10 percent or 15 yeah. percent increase. It was this massive, multiple times over speed increase. Yeah. But we're getting it from an ARM chip, not an existing Intel chip. And that's like, I, I you know, like that was the point of the video. And I, I maybe just didn't communicate that exact point as as well as I should have. But like that was, yeah, that was the whole point of doing this. Like this is a, we had two options basically. We could go buy a trash can Mac Pro, the old right. old Mac Pro from like 2018 or something. It was going to be no, a dated machine. 2016 16 even. as well. Yeah. Like it was going to be a dated machine when right. we bought it, <laughs> but it was going to be you know, we were going to get all the graphic performance and all the other stuff that it offers. We were going to spend like $3,200 for yeah. a renewed one through right. max sales. Yeah. Like wasn't new. not even a new one. We were getting a renewed machine, right? A refurbished or whatever they right, call right. it on max sales or OWC. Are, are they one? They're one in the same, right? Uh, yes. Max yes. sales. Yeah. That's their, I can't store. remember if max it was on OWC is. or if it was on max sales. I can't yeah. remember, but, uh, but that was like the whole point. Like, you know, we, we got this Mac mini for 1300 bucks and it's, it's giving us that same performance that we would expect if we went and bought a new machine or right. something of you know that would get that sort of performance like that was the point and you know the only thing i would say and this is probably just on like uh, a more kind of technical developer side of things the plugin that we use for our graphics uh, it's through uh, motion vfx is the is the company uh, they make all of our graphics packs that we use, and our intro sequence and all that. Like, I don't make those. <laughs> like, they're, I, I right. customize them to make them fit our brand and everything. Right. And I, but, I adjust everything. But as far as the animation of them, those are, they're pre-built. Um, and the intro stuff, like our in, intro s- sequence has been perfectly fine. But whenever, for that video specifically, I had a little graph that showed, you know, the, uh, the, the, the timestamps and the performance, right. the percentage uh, uh, completed of the export, and trying to mess around with that, it was, it was bad. Like it took me so long to get that little graphic done because the Mac just, was, for some reason, did not like that. And I think it's probably on Motion VFX more so than it is on because everything else is buttery smooth. It's literally yeah. that one plugin that's giving me fits. So. Um, and it's still so early. Like we are, we are, we are testing new technology here and I understand that. So right. I'm not going to get too, too bent out of shape about it, but that's literally the only thing. Like everything else about this thing is so fantastic. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Chrome, the Chrome version, uh, that is, it's op, it is an M1 optimized version now. Right. It's amazing. Um, every, I don't know if I have, there's nothing on there that's running technically through the Rosetta stuff. I don't think. Yeah. I don't have any other programs on there other than Final Cut <laughs> and yes, all my and we've Google said stuff. this we've said this time and time again that that's what we use Apple stuff for yeah. is video editing and yeah. audio yeah. editing. Like that's so that's it. It's yeah. not like you're going and installing a bunch of other stuff, playing like games and yeah. all that stuff. Like we're not that's not what we're using it for. It's not what we're trying to make a case for. We're not saying it's a gaming machine or it's the fastest Mac ever made. No. But when it comes to what video we editing, do. <laughs> it's it, it, fantastic. It, it's a it's a huge step forward without us having to go spend a fortune. Yeah. I mean, to get a video editing station that can handle these four K raw massive files because yeah. with our new camera and stuff Huge. those these files are massive mm-hmm. the last I mean, the last project we had was uh like 180 gigs 
And I'm sure this new one it's you're working way on more. It's gonna we'll, be we'll push it probably as hard as we'll ever push anything because yeah, it'll be a review, yeah. 10 to 15 minute full review mm-hmm. with tons of B-roll and yep. um, and all that 4K footage. And I guarantee it'll it's gonna chew shoot right through it. Through it. Well, like, I mean, I was, I was doing a quick kind of, I was just throwing some things in the timeline this morning and uh, the import, I do think, I wonder if that doc is USH2, dude, because the import was so much faster. Really? Like, all of those files imported really quickly. Hmm. Um, but I was playing around with the color grade and a couple different things. Uh, it might be Thunderbolt. Ooh, that it might be, be what that's the difference the reason. is. Yeah. yeah. So it's taking full advantage of that. That's probably it. Of that USB-C on there. Yeah, that makes sense. Regardless, import was super fast. I was playing around with the color grade, and like I dropped in multiple clips and was playing around with the color grade, and it's chewing right through it. Like That's No awesome. problem at all. So the whole point, though, is that, yeah, like this Mac Mini is awesome, and it's great for what we need to do, and for anybody that needs to do that sort of thing, it's a great option. But the whole point of my video was that, that yeah, that's great, but what this really means to me and what, what gets me excited about all of this is what would it look like if Google did this? Like, what would it look like if Google right. built a chip from the ground up, not any cookie cutter crap, like literally, because that's the thing that I, and I, I read this on uh, about Chromebooks, uh, one of Kevin's articles, he said Apple had a full licensing agreement with, mm-hmm. with ARM for that, for the M1 chip. And th- it, this isn't the the results speak speak for this. I mean, like they were able to really do everything they wanted to with that little processor instead of having any of the cookie cutter stuff that maybe right. ARM had already kind of put in there for them. Like they built this thing from the ground up. I mean, if Google did that and and made a and and there's some there's some rumors and some some things kind of floating out there that they're working on this. We've talked about it before. Google making their own silicon and what that would look like, but this chip like just shows to me what arm's capable of and and it mm-hmm. just gets me real stoked for the future of arm so well and, and arm in a lot of ways got kind of a a bad rap for a little while because like for chromebooks for chromebook users we got the basement yeah. of the arm world like rock chip Leftovers. processors <laughs> you know and even the mediatek 8183 while it was kind of tweaked for chromebooks and chrome os it wasn't completely built like it's not like they came out and said hey we're building a chip as they have with the 8192 and 8195 like those two chips specifically MediaTek is building those chips for Chromebooks exactly hey we're we're working on these and we're gonna make these for Chrome OS Um, and even with the Snapdragon 7C like there's stuff that Qualcomm puts in place kind of like Intel because they they're just not in the place where they want to be building customized chips for every little thing. Right. Instead, they're taking uh, over time. They've taken more of an Intel approach and said, "Here's what we're doing," and we're we're in the driver's seat now because you can believe whatever you want when it comes down to smartphone outside of Apple. When it comes to like Android smartphones uh, and and the features they get and don't get and have and don't have, that stuff's being driven largely by Qualcomm at this Absolutely. point because Qualcomm says, "Hey." Here's what our new cores are going to do. And we think this is important. And unfortunately, that creates, I think, too much power in one spot. Because now the Samsungs and the, the LGs and Googles of the world don't really have the full ability to look at their user base and go, hey, we've got enough data to say that we should we, we should this. do this thing. 
Well, Qualcomm doesn't see it that way, and they don't want to do that. Well, now we don't have a chip that will really do this well enough to deliver it to anyone. So I guess so we'll we can it, or we'll do a we cut corners. Yeah, we'll do a yeah. crappy version of it. Yeah. Versus when Apple says, "Hey, on a hardware side, we want to do this thing," and the software guys are going, "Ah, we maybe we could do it this way." They figure that stuff out, and then they get the chip built to do the thing they want to do. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. It's that just that that fully integrated. Yeah, that process. integration is is very very powerful, and I'm sure costly and time consuming mm-hmm. and resource heavy and all of those things. But if the rumors are true, and you know, nearly a year ago now, I think when in yeah. April last year yep. when the the rumors in came spring. out, Axios. Uh, you know, if if those rumors are true, we could be seeing Google show up with a Pretty chip. Soon. Uh, and, you know, we've been looking in the repositories to see, because I think what will happen first is their first ARM chip will probably go into a Pixel phone. Like, that'll be their first, like, let's move into this. But the rumor was they're going to build ARM stuff for phones and then for Chromebooks. So I it, I could see it being a little bit after that they, similar to what Apple's done in that way. You know, they, they did the mobile stuff first. Um, that's where your bigger market is anyway. And then slowly but surely move into Chromebooks. But... You know, if they can prove themselves with a phone that has great performance and and does all the things it needs to do, then they can just transition those types of things and those types of uh, processing bits and pieces yeah. and make them work for a Chromebook too, yeah. uh, which would be awesome. But for Chromebook users, we've seen the, the kind of the crappy end of this, and it's like, oh, ARM. Why why should I get excited about ARM? You shouldn't get excited about the current state of ARM in you know, in Chromebooks. What we have available. And in some ways you shouldn't get excited about the current state of ARM in Android phones because as we just said, like it, it's a little they're gimped. They're a bit like pigeonholed. It's, it's, like they're pigeonholed yeah, into doing certain things with the chip, basically. Right. And so it's, we're not seeing what we're seeing with what Apple's doing. And it's why Apple phones and iPad Pro and stuff for mobile devices too, just smoke Android devices right now. It's not because like the Snapdragon 888 that just came out isn't a monster chip. It is. But, Unless Qualcomm builds the phone too and the software, there's always going to be these missing pieces that don't quite line up the right. way that they could. Like, and and the only way around that, and Samsung's tried it for years. I don't, I don't really know what the hiccup there is. I think it's it's a bit of the Intel type yeah. thing. You know, for a long time, people didn't want to buy a computer that didn't have Intel. Exactly. You know, they yeah. they won that marketing war. Yeah. Qualcomm's kind of won people, that marketing know war. No Snapdragon. Yeah, you you walk into. T-Mobile, and you see one that's got the Snapdragon, the newest Snapdragon processor, and you got one that's got the Samsung Samsung Exynos processor in it. People in America, I can tell you, will will I buy the Snapdragon. Guarantee it. Samsung, the 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 Qualcomm all day. And Qualcomm was smart enough to integrate modems and all. Like they did that stuff early enough and stayed on top of it that they've created a bit of a buzz around their brand that it's hard for 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 companies to to get over that hump. Yeah. Um, and so Google will have a fight on its hands for sure because. With Android developers, they tend to develop for Snapdragon stuff. And and we see this across the board. And every once in a while, we'll see things develop and work better on like a MediaTek chip too, but it takes time. So a game that would run, if you had a MediaTek and a Snapdragon that were comparable in their Cortex and all that kind of stuff, and were basically the same chip, most times the game was going to run way better on Snapdragon, and then eventually it might get better on a MediaTek chip. Like right. for instance... PUBG on the Lenovo Duet was terrible when that thing came out. Like it was almost unplayable. It's it's kind of decent now. Uh, they clearly, you know, PUBG decided to say, hey, you know, we'll kind of include this chip, uh, you know, this this family of chips in our, you know, thought process when we're writing this game and, and and make it work better on that. And so if Google shows up, 
with their own arm stuff and says, hey, you know, our, our thing's powerful and our phone's really good. They're going to have to sell a lot of these things mm-hmm. for developers to then go. To get on board. We'll yeah. make sure it's optimized for that. Yep. It's ARM. I get it. It's still ARM. Yeah. But, but there's, there's going to be some intricacies. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's different things working in different ways that things uh, uh, will process. And so it's it will be an uphill battle. It's yeah, not like it Google's going to show up and be like, here's our chip and boom, and it works. we win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, there, no. There's going to yeah. be a lot of work to be done. Uh, yeah. But it's exciting yeah. to think uh, that, they, that they're going to get in this space. And, and hopefully not... Uh, take a google approach with it hopefully they <laughs> hopefully they take a stadia approach yeah because what sure. the first ones Gosh, if the man. first ones aren't the greatest don't just get in it stay in it yeah and keep doing it because eventually you, they're, they're smart people and they have limitless resources from yeah. a money standpoint keep working on it you know and, yeah. and get one out that that's going to be awesome for phones and one that's going to be you awesome see for where they're realigning their branding's all going to made by google like all the nest social and everything is all going to a made by google branding and they've opened up two new i think it's pixel hardware offices uh overseas so maybe they're finally getting getting the idea that they need to commit to hardware and just stay and just stay with dig it in. Yeah. like i mean stay with it the way you stayed with search right yeah. <laughs> right you didn't show up one it's day worked and be out like, for you yeah. i don't think it worked out let's quit yeah you know exactly and, and i get it stuff's hard or, or youtube <laughs> right you know youtube's had ups and downs and hiccups and all kinds of stuff and probably tons of reasons to either sell out or move on or you know give up to someone else and they just kept pounding stayed with stayed it, with yeah, it. Exactly. and so yeah i hope it, especially in the hardware game there's just they're not going to show up and and make it work all in one one fell swoop but Eventually, I mean, imagine a world where Google can control some of these things from from a uh, production standpoint, where their home devices have specific chips made. Boom! Just and yep. they already build some silicon that goes in some yep. of those things. Yep. The smaller, some the, of the smaller the, processes. The little but, uh, what do they call it? Their uh, neural engine. Yeah, all that they built uh, those. Yeah, and they built the the one that went in the Pixel phones that had the extra cores for yep. photo processing. The Titan, Titan chips. Titan chip is them. So they're doing some of those things. They just haven't like taking that big leap into yep, the, the exactly. main processor core. And, and I, I just think eventually, you know, like it, it could align them from a hardware perspective in the ways that they probably want to be aligned. Oh, for sure. Like Google has already separated itself a little bit in every bit. Like a pixel book feels like a different thing than most Absolutely. other Chromebooks. And a pixel phone does feel like a different phone than other Android phones. Mm-hmm. And, and so they've done that. Now it's time to like, Hone go it. all in. Yeah. Like, yeah. go all like, the way. Go all in on it. Hone yep. it in. Really, really craft something here. Yeah. And, and I, I, if they have the chance to do it, I mean, there's and, no reason they can't. And hopefully that sort of integration will result in something hopefully similar to the Mac Mini in the Yeah. M1. And you imagine, yeah. like, a Chromebook with that kind of ARM chip in it that has Intel, current-gen Intel-level performances are better, but with 20 or 30 hours of battery life or yep. something. I mean, we already have Intel devices that get crazy battery life. And so take that and replace it with an arm chip same size battery and these same performance will have days of battery life i mean it'll be crazy yeah so yeah yeah interesting stuff exciting stuff something i'm definitely excited about and i'm excited that this mac mini has worked out because i didn't want to return it (laughs) (laughs) the first day was rough man i was so pissed just one update i was so mad man the first day i got it all set up and i forgot like i forgot how many little things i had done with oh, yeah. the the with Final Cut specifically, like all these different little plugins and things I had, so I had to get all that set up. And I think it was just there was I was doing so much on the device that it was just kind of hiccuping a little bit. And for some reason, the huge update didn't come through that day. As I was editing and trying to get a video right. done, and it was just garbage. 
and then yeah i came in on monday and i'm sitting there like talking with gabe and showing him like yeah dude look at this look how crappy this. and it was like Whoop, there's an update and i click it and it's a huge update to the main os and a huge update to final cut <laughs> and boom i was up and running so yeah, it's yeah, been exciting sailing since then yeah exactly so all right uh we're, we're almost an hour in so let's talk about the ThinkPad. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a it's, ton it's, of... It's, 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 we've only done the unboxing. Yeah, so we can't, we can't this give away the review. This is my first day actually yeah. using it. Yeah. Because uh, we, we just wrapped the review of the HP, HP. Uh, Elite C1030. Um, and I, I became more fond of that device, I think, than I realized. Because uh, as I moved away from it, I'm like, oh, man, I kind of yeah. miss it. But this one this one's cool. Um, it's it, got the it, nub. It's got some unique things. <laughs> uh, and I think that's the more important part. We're going to have a web story up. Uh, later today uh, specifically about some of these things Um, you know the screen doesn't do anything unique 16 by 9 1080p uh, but it's 300 nits it's very punchy and colorful it's got great viewing angles Uh, but the build quality is just off the charts it feels so solid and well built like all aluminum obviously all around and it's got that same like navy dark navy color that the uh, c630 yoga yoga Mm -hmm. had it is a yoga so it's convertible um, and it honestly, it, it kind of takes up the same exact amount of space as the uh, Pixelbook Go. I set it on top of the Pixelbook Go last night or yesterday or something. And it like from the top, I mean, it's almost identical, but it's got, you know, harder lines, uh, than that device. But at the same time, just feels really well put together. Um, substantial, but I don't know, very, like high end. It's not, it just it, feels it's not great. like clunky. Like yeah, I, it, thought no. looks, pad, I thought ThinkPad. I thought closed. Like, it looks uh, just like the Flex Five. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, the bill. It's slightly thicker because it is. Uh, it does have some mil spec rating and stuff. I believe. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it does. It? Yeah. But it does feel very solid. I, I did it's, notice as I was filming that. So we we do these unboxings and it's traditional unboxing. But then I grab a couple little B roll shots to fill uh, and. The B. Whenever I was f- filming the B roll, I noticed, man, that that lid is a fingerprint magnet. Like I oh, was, yeah. I was like, I had to come in here and get one of the cloths to clean it, and they were showing up on camera. Like normally, yeah. like a device like the Gray's, the Gray devices, you can get away with it. I, I didn't see it as badly. This thing, like just the texture or the color or whatever, as soon as there's the oil from it's your the skin same on there, stuff as the uh, the C six thirty Yoga yeah. uh, Chromebooks, it was the same oh, way. Yeah, that it just one picked was, up yep, fingerprints like you're crazy. Right. Yeah, I forgot about it that. It feels great. Like it's a great and texture. And it looks great when it's yeah. clean. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's a it's a yeah. fingerprint magnet. But yeah, you get the uh, you know backlit keys. You get the great Lenovo keyboard. Just using it a little bit this morning. Like the the keyboard does feel really great. Uh, fingerprint scanner, a stowed USI recharging stylus. Um, that's First one of those that we've messed with. Um, yeah, uh, lots of I.O. The weird, the weird the you got the triple button click thing. I don't know yeah, if you mentioned so that. You got, yeah. the, you got the nub up top. Um, and again, this is one of those things that at first you're like, well, why is this on here? But the minute you realize, especially in a uh, pandemic-laden world, lots of people using gloves. gloves. I would assume, I've never put rubber gloves on and tried to use a trackpad, but I'm pretty sure it wouldn't work. I uh, either. They're capacitive, so they need it needs electrostatic uh, to happen, and that's probably not going to happen with your gloves on. Uh, but then you think about other workers that might have larger gloves on. You, you need a way to just move that mouse on the screen, then mm-hmm. that nub and these three buttons give you a tactile way to move uh, if you're out in the field and need that. Uh, it's got that 5-megapixel front-facing or world-facing world camera, yeah. so once you flip it, 
Uh, we used it again, like Joe said, for a call uh, yesterday, and it really does look good. <laughs> nice and wide angle. It was, it was nice. Good it, colors. It had good, good contrast. Co- good contrast. It wasn't really getting blown out, even with the lamp on in the corner, which normally just blows out. Oh yeah, webcam. Every single webcam it. we've ever used, and it was doing pretty good, honestly. Yeah. And um, just the the focus too. I noticed, like as yeah. you stepped up, and it was you were messing around with it, and so it was focused on your face. And like it was almost given a little bokeh and stuff. Yeah. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, we don't see that very no. often on Chromebooks. Um, and then yeah, full size HDMI slot, which on, on these enterprise, because this this one is clearly meant for enterprise. Oh, yeah. ThinkPads are that's what they're built for. Um, that doesn't mean uh, a regular user wouldn't like this device. It's just that's that's where they're aiming this thing. Uh, but two full size USB A ports on the side, which is unique. Uh, two USB Cs, micro SD card slot. Like I said, full size HDMI. Like it's got all sorts of I/O. You know that fingerprint scanner, that unique nub, the world-facing camera, the stowed stylus, all aluminum build. Terrible speakers. Yeah, just terrible. Like they've got these little slots cut out on the left and right. I thought like, oh, these these speakers might be okay. All right, they're wrong. Very wrong. Garbage. (laughs) They're worse than just mediocre, man. They're bad. Um, So if you're looking for that, again, if you want speakers, go get a Pixelbook Go. That thing just blows everything else away if you just need the speakers for a video call or something it, oh, i'm man. sure it'll be okay but yeah it's just they're not loud and they're tinny and put your headphones in yeah. yeah but you know you're gonna get some nice stereo separation i guess yeah because <laughs> they're firing out the sides I, I, I you know i just uh, like that the uh the the eye and the ThinkPad on the front lights yeah, up like all this little <laughs> stuff so like you close the lid and, and it, it pulses a red on the on the ThinkPad it's logo it's, it's all these little nice touches, and and again, this thing just, just seems well crafted. Like yeah. it's thoughtfully put together yep. for sure. It's substantial. I mean, I haven't weighed it, but I, I would guess it's at three, right over three pounds. I was yeah. I, whenever I was doing the B roll, I flipped it over in a tablet mode, and I was like, Ugh, trying to hold yeah, it as a tablet. This, <laughs> I was like, this, this is, is not. not good. This is not <laughs> a tablet. <laughs> this is not going to work. But I mean, I just I, I like the feel of it, and it looks way better than you expect from a. You think well, ThinkPads just a few years ago, it's just like, ugh. God, well, I clunky. think like that, just that thick utilitarian, like job site type right. device. And this is not that. This no, is way this more is... enterprise, like professional looking. Yeah. And I just did, I guess I just, I've, I guess I just never pay attention to ThinkPad stuff. I never really look no. at those Windows devices, but maybe they've gotten like this like maybe the new ThinkPads are like this i'm sure they are i, I would assume yeah i would assume that this is probably right like this is a, just their, their windows design, model yeah their ThinkPad. design standard that they're doing now is is this and man it's freaking awesome and it's cool to see like the fact that they have this nub on here is just a, a cool step in the right direction um i think from the Google. pointer stick or whatever they yeah, called it the, in the repositories yeah, yeah. Pointer stick. Pointer uh, stick. It's not a stick. It's a nub. It's a nub. It's a pointer it, nub, man. I have noticed a couple times though it just stops working. Like it's not working right now. Oh, that that's that happened on my window. I still have an old Windows one. It just like it, it decides to. No, nah, well, I'm not working right yeah, now, buddy. Well, I'm good. You don't need this. Don't need um, this. But you know, like when the first ThinkPad came out, this is back before we really got started officially uh, as a group on Chrome Unboxed. I was still doing my own videos. You can go back and watch that YouTube video if you want to see some cinematic magic. Um, but that that movie quality yeah 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 (laughs) d grade movie quality i don't even know if there are d movies it definitely i couldn't even say it's a b movie or a c probably an f d movie (laughs) d 
did does not <laughs> so, qualify. So bad. This, this we can't rate hey, this because it's not even a movie. Hey, you were making content, and that's all that matters, people. If you're listening and you're thinking about doing something, it doesn't have to just be go perfect. Make it. Just go do it. That's what uh, you're doing. That's what that's what matters. But yeah, this this device when it came out back then. Uh, you know, Google made them take that extra three three mouse hard buttons off the <laughs> trackpad. Like, we don't know what to do. Like, with look, this. we don't do that. <laughs> like, the Chromebook has a trackpad and the, and the keyboard, and that's it. Um, and so, you know, they've obviously started uh, relenting on that quite a bit. I mean, the HP that we just did the review on has like four extra keys up on the 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 top row. You know, for keyboard backlighting and for a snapshot and all this stuff. So, you know. Google's come off of that a little bit, and I knew that they'd done it a little bit with the keyboard, but then when they debuted this and it had the extra three buttons and the, the pointer stick and stuff, I was like, okay, like they've really decided we're, we're cool with ThinkPad's a, a known brand, and you know we're, we're going to let them do the ThinkPad thing. Because I'm sure Lenovo is probably like, look, we're not going to build a ThinkPad Chromebook if you're not right. going to let us put ThinkPad stuff in it. Yeah. Like, And so and it's like cool to see them figure out how to make it nub. work. Like yeah. everything pad yeah, I've ever yeah. seen has the nut. That's the thing. Yeah. That's their thing. Um, and so this one also comes with AMD chips in it. So uh, the one we got is Ryzen 5. And um, it'll have some Athlon options. Unfortunately, there's an Athlon option with, what, 4 gigs of RAM and 32, 32. gigs of storage. Yeah. I just, Yikes. Yeah, that's a whole thing. Why are those even an option gig, anymore? Yeah, 32 gigs needs to go away. Um it's like we get to these points and it's like, come on, let's. Yeah, it used to I mean, be because the cheapest one you can buy is what five hundred bucks. Four seventy five. I found that four thirty two. Yeah, I mean, five hundred dollars. It should. Like it didn't have to have the smoke smoking internals, you know, because you still get all the other external coolness yeah. for that four seventy five that you're not going to get in a lot of other devices. The build and yeah, you know, the aesthetics and. But yeah, thirty two gigs of Whew. internal storage is brutal. And it Brutal. doesn't have an SD card slot, does it? Uh, yeah, it does. Oh, it does. So you yeah. could expand. I mean, does it have HDMI? It does. Yeah, full okay. size HDMI. So yeah, it's pretty much. So similar to. So it's similar to Acer's offering, just yep. a little better. I mean, it has. You have the garage USI pin. Yeah, uh, fingerprint scanner. It's uh, Lenovo knows knows uh, enterprise devices. Yeah. Not that Acer doesn't, but this thing. Eh, it's nice. It's, um, it has everything it needs for sure. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, uh, we're I'm gonna start working from it and uh, give it a couple of weeks, and yeah. we'll we'll get a review get a out review from, on this one from a more consumer standpoint, and whether or not like it'll end up being kind of like this the HP device, like 2020 yielded devices, like we're, this device actually was launched technically at the end of 2020. The higher end Chromebooks were enterprise; they were yeah. they were built for for work. Um, I <laughs> think we're gonna see it. A changing of that guard a little bit. Um, I think we're going to see some more consumer, high-end consumer Chromebooks, but those will have 11th gen Tiger Lake processors that have a better GPU and those those newer AMD um, processors that we're expecting to come out. Like those will, there'll be a reason for those uh, to be higher priced versus yeah. just being like, well, the outside's nice. You know, yeah, it's um, going to be a full package finally. <laughs> right, and I think that's easier an easier sell to consumers. Like yeah. right now, like with HP, for instance, you know, like. It's 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 a difficult sell sometimes when you're looking at a spec sheet and going, eh, am I getting that much more for it? And I tried to make the point as you'll see in the the review eventually that, you know, ultimately what you're paying for is all the niceties, the way that the whole Absolutely. package comes together. Um, if you if you care about that stuff, if you don't care about that stuff, that price tag makes no sense to you, and not everybody cares about that stuff. But that's why they gear these things towards the enterprise because they're like cool. The enterprise folks do care about this stuff. Like they want to, you know, distribute devices to their employees that feel like perks a lot of times. So it's like 
come work for us, we're going to provide you with this device and look how nice this, this laptop Absolutely. is, you know, not some, not some garbage <laughs> device, some plastic thing. Like right. you want to hand out something nice. Yeah. It Absolutely. needs to look nice when your professional goes into a business meeting and they open right. up their Chromebook. It doesn't need to look like a, a cheap school toy. It needs to exactly. look like something that's professional. And so they know this, um, manufacturers are realizing this, that, Hey, we can throw all those high end things in there. They just sell better in, in, at the enterprise level. Yeah. But I think, Hopefully, yeah. Twenty twenty one. We've, we've taken a year off. I well, those eleventh, like you said, those eleventh gen with with the beefy, you know, uh, uh, internals are gonna drive up the price on some of these devices that yeah. have also nice build and right because because you can't you, you can't just put out some device now with with the current landscape you can't put out some device with amazing internals but it has like some real you know, like decent build. But it's like not put together great, and try to sell it for eight hundred dollars or something. No. Like not going to happen. It's it's, it's the seven thirteen. Yeah. The spin seven thirteen is what comes the, to mind. The, it's like it's the, not eh, yeah. not perfectly put together. It's, you know, uh, for the price, it's it's all right. Right, when you're at five or six hundred bucks. It's like yeah, I'll take I'll take it on the chin exactly. for that, and I'm still getting my performance right. and a great screen. Exactly. Um, but for me personally, I would love that that premium category. Yeah, it's I would love change. something you know in the consumer space more like that HP. Something yeah. that's just a little tighter, a little built. Yeah built a little better you yeah. know yeah exactly uh, if i'm gonna spend my money on it because I, I i'll pay for that those niceties because <clears throat> i like having Excuse them me. i'm um, gonna be curious to see like what our our mid-year best chromebooks if they all start mid-year, rolling out it's gonna be real it's gonna different. be really Asus, interesting please don't mess up yeah it's gonna be interesting that cx9, Do good that uh, CX-9 is saucy i've already kind of earmarked the uh this spin 536 yeah. the big 15 inch yeah that um, one's i'm gonna get that for for my wife that's a dope one. Um, she's had Pretty the sweet. Acer 15 for a little while now and like just likes 15-inch screens, yeah. and that's the kind of Chromebook she wants. And I'm like, I think that's going to be a great upgrade from where oh, she's yeah, at. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Processor-wise, for sure. Screen, it's going to be a 250-nit screen, but I yeah. think the one she's got is 250-nit. So. For inside use, most of the time, yeah, her I mean, it's working usually on the couch. house, it'll be fine. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but I think, yeah, this, uh, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Mid-year, Coach when we Z. do our... We do our best Chromebooks of 2021 so far. Yeah. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun yeah. to we see need what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. We, and I think th- they're they're queued up. Like, I feel like it's just going to yeah, we'll hopefully of, start hitting soon. We'll see all the CES stuff. I mean. I mean, we've seen one, but the yeah. Galaxy Chromebook 2 I, will probably be out in February, yeah. I think, was the rumor. They never mm-hmm. gave us a date. But um, next couple months. We'll, we'll start like, seeing some of the ASUS stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I think. In, Did they have a launch date on theirs? The CX nine was a Q two, okay. so it could be sometime before summer. Yeah. Uh, but the the flip is Q one, yeah. so sometime in the next two months. Should be dope. Um, and then you know, hopefully in that same time, we'll start seeing a much more announcements. Like just, yeah. hey, here's our new thing. Yeah, you know, um, right. and because a lot of those things start happening usually in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. obviously, there's a ton of education Chromebooks that have been announced and yeah. I, I don't know that we'll get our hands on all those. It's a lot of the same type of thing. I I, I want to get a hold of one Jasper Lake Chromebook. Oh, I just want to sure. want to see uh, what, what that updated mobile small core processor is going to deliver. Cause I really think it's going to be good this year and there's going to be a bunch of Chromebooks with it. There's just, it. there's some fun stuff coming down the pipe, man. Yeah. Fun stuff. So getting review mode. Yeah. Whew. It's getting ready it's to gonna start. Be fun. It's going to be fun. So stay tuned. We're going to have stuff, going out on youtube and on the site and gonna be start uh start cranking out the content so stay tuned for some crispy videos (laughs) with all of our new gear so stoked on it 
I'm ready. Like this, we we were just talking. Like we did the review of the HP last night, and it was so fun. Like just sitting filming and getting in that sort of creative mode of like the shots that we get for all the review stuff. And like it's just fun to get back into that mode. We haven't done a yeah. full review in a minute, man. So I'm yeah. I'm really we were excited. looking back. It's like man, it's been it's been, it's been a, while. a little while. Yeah, it's been a while. And the but, only new Chromebooks we've had around are Enterprise. Yeah, exactly. Chromebooks, honestly, so yeah. Fun stuff. I'm, I'm I'm ready for some consumer Chromebooks to start yeah, launching. Absolutely. I'm very ready for that to yep. be able to get back to Chromebooks that I'm just like yes or no, <laughs> yeah. go buy or don't go yeah, buy. Yeah. Like the enterprise Chromebooks, it's, it's I always feel like a there's caveat. An yeah, it's, it's like always, uh, always some sort of weird caveat. Yeah. So, so yeah, all right, I'm excited about that. So folks, stay tuned. We're obviously going to be uh, putting out all this stuff hopefully soon as these things start rolling out. So uh, thanks so much for tuning in this week. We appreciate you all listening. We're going to link everything. We're going to try to link. Man, we talked about a lot of stuff. So we're I'm done. Uh, we're yeah, done. we're done. Okay. We're, we're done, done. man. Okay, we're, cool. we're wrapping up here. We're wrapping up. We're out. So, uh, yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunbox.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.